This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hey friends, welcome back to Making Her Magic, the podcast. I am Amy, your host, and thank you for choosing to come back to another episode of The Potty. Today's episode is going to be talking about productivity, and I will be giving you some sneaky tips and tricks into how I can be productive without feeling too overwhelmed or burnt out or stretched too thin. I think that a lot of us feel as though we have to be productive all the time and if we aren't, then we're just lazy or we're not trying hard enough or we're not good enough. This misconception is, in my opinion, what a lot of entrepreneurs go through on a daily basis and it's why a lot of entrepreneurs seem to get burnt out pretty early on in our journeys. Even if you don't have a business and you're an employee, the advice that I'm going to be giving on this episode is very transferable. The only reason I'll be addressing entrepreneurs is because that's who I work with and who the majority of the listeners are. So don't feel left out of this app if you're not. Make sure you listen to the end to get all of my tips and tricks on how to be productive and stay as human and peaceful as possible without feeling overworked or overwhelmed. Let's go. To start, I want to give you the definition of what productivity is. According to Oxford Languages, productivity is the effectiveness of effort as measured in terms of the rate of output per unit of input. So essentially, how effective or successful is your effort when it comes to the task? And was the effort minimal in comparison to the results? This is important to know because we often think productivity is being busy, making ourselves seem to have a packed schedule and always doing something, always having a meeting booked or clients or a long to-do list to tick off, when, according to this definition anyway, that actually isn't considered productive. It's effortful, it's exhausting, it's not sustainable. Hence, getting the feelings of burnout and being overworked and overwhelmed and also feeling as though you just can't keep up, you can't keep on top of everything. Our energy is precious and we only have a limited amount we can execute within each week before we feel depleted and in need of a well-deserved rest. So instead of going hard on 100 things in the first few days of the work week, whatever that is for you, what if we decided on one thing for us to focus on during the week and give 100% of our effort towards it? It's funny, the book that I'm reading at the moment, Essentialism by Greg McCowan, he talks about the word priority and how it was only in the 1900s that we pluralized it which actually doesn't make sense considering the word priority means to proceed before or to be treated more important. But how can we actually have more than one priority if this is the case? We can't have more than one thing on, to- on the top of our list and call them all priorities, can we? 
when I read this, I was like, oh my God, this is so true. This is just classic capitalism and toxic work culture. Even myself, I do say that I have, you know, X amount of priorities in my life, but it's really made me rethink the way that I use that word. And I can honestly say that it does impact the way that I behave when it comes to the tasks that I set myself and also in my business. So going back to our energy and productivity, spending it on one important task at a time and not multitasking or hustling or any other term that our generation has been brainwashed into thinking is good can then, as per the the definition, allow us to dedicate the appropriate amount of effort and therefore gain the right results effectively and efficiently. More effort does not necessarily yield more results. This is another misconception that I feel the corporate and consumerism world has made us believe. If you compare doing 10 tasks at once versus one task at once, what do you think will gain the best results? Yes, some days we have a million things on our plate, but these should be the days where we ask ourselves this. What is the trade-off I want to make? Or in other words, what am I willing to let go of at this time in order to do what needs to be done or what I want to be done first? What do I want to go big on and spend 100% of my effort on? Versus, okay, I need to do this long list of things today and then start half of them while finishing something else and then feeling defeated by the end of the day because I didn't get it all done. So in saying this, I have a few tips for being productive without burning out or feeling overwhelmed or feeling defeated. Are you running your own business? Or maybe you're scoping out new options and planning big moves for your life. If this sounds like you, you don't have to do it alone. I offer one-off 90-minute consultations to help you get your shit together. We take a look at where you're at, where you want to be, and everything in between. I can help you brainstorm fresh ideas and get you to organize your life to make actually living a priority. Get your one-off consultation today by heading to makinghermagic.com forward slash offers and follow the prompts. You've talked the talk, now let's get you to walk the walk. My first tip is to decide what takes priority that day or that week or whenever you're deciding what tasks to do and when. The trick is to only pick one thing. If you have more than one thing that you think deserves top priority, This is the time to make that big decision of what do I want to go big on? What are you willing to bring down to second or third spot in order to give 100% of your effort to the top priority task? This will not only give you clarity on what's really important and allow you to think in a more practical and realistic way, but it also gives you peace in knowing that if you don't get to achieve all of the things that you wanted to, then at least you got to finish or at least give all of your effort to your top priority, which, of course, by the name, would be the most important to you or to your business or to your life. The second tip is time blocking. 
Time blocking is something I speak a lot on when it comes to productivity and to-do lists and all of the organization stuff for life and business. Time blocking is great for those of you who like to plan out each day, either the day of or the day before, or maybe even the week before in some circumstances when you know your schedule won't be changing as frequently. To do this, it makes it a lot easier to keep on top of those little tasks that can seem to take up a lot of your time. For example, replying and sending emails. Obviously, this is going to vary from person to person, but Realistically, if emails aren't your main source of income or your main priority, you shouldn't be spending long on them. Some of the top successful business people only allocate 10, 20 minutes a day and sometimes even just 20 minutes a week to emails. Again, this is very circumstantial, but I want you to just get an idea of importance here. If you were to block out, say, 15 minutes every work morning to concentrate just on emails... That would save you hours during the day pinging back and forth, changing tabs and drafting more emails during the day. And this applies to all tasks, not just emails. By making the decision to only allocate a certain time frame, and even better, a certain time each day for you to complete a task, A, you're going to stay consistent with it, and B, you save yourself time and energy during the rest of the workday going back and forth, getting distracted, thinking about replies and whatever else. If you are an employee and you are expected to be able to reply to emails throughout the day and respond to messages and calls, I have this tip for you. Let your boss or your manager and your work colleagues know that you'll be checking emails at XYZ. So, for example, you could say, I only reply to emails at 9am when I get into the office, at 12pm and then at 4pm. This allows for catch-ups during during the day and for questions to be answered, but it also means I can spend my time on the more time-pressing things and the things that are more important to the company or to my role in this company. And yes, there will be time when there's urgency needed, but really, like, how fucking urgent can it be? <laughs> you know, like, pick up the phone and call me if it's that urgent, because if it were truly urgent, you wouldn't have time to write a fucking email about it. <laughs> Remember, the point here is to save your energy for the important things. So you replying to emails sporadically throughout the day is, I'm going to say, draining you. That's exhausting. Going from work mode to nice friendly colleague mode to boss mode, that's so tiring. Block out your day in a consistent way so that everyone knows how and when to contact you. Okay, tip number three for being productive and understanding productivity in general is to design your own world so that it's easy to do what's right for you, your business, your family, and whatever else. To do this, again, something I've spoken about a lot before is to figure out what the fuck you actually care about. If you work from home and are a stay-at-home mom, what is the most important to you? If you're on a health journey and your friends invite you out to an all-you-can-eat buffet, what's more important to you? These examples are really willy-nilly and they're not meant to be targeted at all, but you get the gist. By knowing what you care about and what you put at the top of your list, being productive in these aspects of your life becomes so much easier. 
it's easier to set boundaries and make decisions and get to your goals faster because you no longer have these decisions to make or a voice in your mind that's telling you to go one way when you really want to go the other. When you know what you want, what you value and what your priorities are, that's when you can double down on the things that matter. That's when you can focus completely on the task at hand or the event or the person or the project. All right, we've made it down to the last tip. I'm going to give you a bonus tip if you like, and that is to allow yourself to recalibrate every now and then. This might mean every day, every week, once a month, once every couple months, everyone's going to be different. But what I mean by recalibrate is to have time where you just be still and allow yourself to just think. This isn't meditation that I'm talking about. This is time where you block out and get rid of all distractions, electronics, people, and just allow your brain to be creative. Think about your life, think about your work, your direction, your hobbies. This exercise is made to bring clarity on what truly matters to you. And the tough part, at least for me anyway, is to avoid just going with the flow of what's currently happening in my life. Does that make sense? So you know when you're in a job and you might not love it, but it's a job so you stay, don't use this focus time to say, yep, this job is it, this is my priority or this is important to me right now because that's just like a default answer. Truly focus on thinking about what you want, who you want, where you want to go with it, wherever your mind takes you, just don't let it take you to the default. You might find that you don't even think about work and instead you're just thinking about your family or your friends or your social life. That might be your priority for that week or for that month. I hope this is making sense. (laughs) The point is to bring clarity and light and attention to the things that matter to you truly and not just the things that are easy or currently your reality. Don't fall for the default because that's when we get stuck and unmotivated and undetermined And that's totally the opposite of being productive. There were so many goodies in this episode. If you had a light bulb moment, please share this episode with someone so they can too. Spreading the love and information is how we all grow and better ourselves. So by sharing this potty, you're doing the world a massive favor. Thanks for listening to Making Her Magic, the podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I know how valuable your time is, so I really appreciate you choosing to tune in every single week. If you haven't already, please follow at Making Her Magic on Instagram and come and join our free Facebook community by searching Making Her Magic Community in the Facebook app. Don't forget to wear sunscreen today. Bye.